It's time to get in the ring and start running the ropes. What hurts most are my feelings. Eric, you, you cussed at me. Step inside as the guys talk about all the happenings going on within the WWE. I am the best wrestler in the world. TNA. I know your stuff. Wayne, E-Y, Wayne, E-Y, E-Y. Okay, look. This, this is for Fred Oh! Ring of Honor. Hey, Cole Cabana, how you doing? In the NorCal independent scene. Van friggin' tastic we're back here again. Oh, you're back. And now live from the RTR studio in the San Francisco Bay Area. What are you watering? Hot. It's running the ropes right here on the Unchained Wrestling Network. Parts of what? Art. I'm not getting rid of it. Are you kidding? That's great for my glaucoma. All right, welcome to Running the Robes, exclusively here on the Unchained Wrestling Network. Brian Maverick Bertrand here with you every week. And, of course, every week we have Chris Kelly from HeadlocksToHeadlines.com with us. Uh, Mike and Randy will probably be on another time maybe during the show i don't know anyways <laughs> what's going on chris you know i'm just chilling out relaxing here in jolly old england um uh i'm i i was meant to go tonight to uh one of the house shows but i really couldn't be bothered i mean <laughs> it, it's it's only an hour up the road but with how boring WWE has been recently I decided that I'm going to save my money and on the weekend go get trashed. Much more fun. Of course. So, That's what so, everyone does when they get bored. They end up going out and drinking and then they do something they regret. So, I mean, hey. It'll be yeah, a Yeah, pretty thing. much. <laughs> oh, man. I've been so busy with job interviews and and just getting myself out there. Ugh, I'm so exhausted from that the entire week yeah um, i mean i've just started a job as well so i've got, I've got a job and college on the side and we've got this whole wrestling stuff going on so all in all we've been very busy but as you know right now the wrestlers from WWE are here in england they were here on monday and tuesday and what i must say was an extremely boring raw it was just a filler until next week three hour raw really i mean yeah, I mean, there was nothing of much interest on this show apart from John Morrison and Dolph Ziggler stealing the show. I mean, they stole the show. John Morrison looked like a million bucks. And you have to wonder, as a fan, with them publicizing his losing streak, him then winning on Raw, are they about to switch it around and have him go on a massive run and go towards the title? Oh, you got me. Uh... I'm I admit I don't know what's going on with me. I have not been able to like watch WWE as of late. I mean like I tried, but for some reason it's just it it's not appealing to me anymore. Yeah, I I mean I mean right now the storylines are pretty boring. I mean 
the main storyline on Raw is, of course, The Rock, Cena, going into Mania, facing the awesome, the awesome truth. Right. But the, with last week's show, they showed us that Cena does not need The Rock to be awesome truth. Well, let's makes, uh, let's uh, wait on that. We're gonna go ahead and get into it right now. Alright, so let's go ahead and get into some Raw right now. Okay, well, Raw started off with John Cena coming out to a quote-unquote mixed reaction. And by mixed reaction, I mean kids going crazy, out booing him. Uh, Cena says that he's here and The Rock's not. Shock, shock, horror, horror. He then promotes uh, Survivor Series. And then says next week The Rock will be here for that three-hour Raw. But tonight, he's going to face the awesome truth. And his tag team partner is a future Hall of Famer. Of course, the fans thought it was Mick Fury. No, no, no. But um, outcome awesome truth. They trash talked saying how last week they were embarrassed by Cena. And tonight, how they're going to make it up. They get in the ring and they're about to jump Cena. Woo, woo, woo. You know it. Massive pop, my ad. Out comes Zack Ryder. Clears house. So we have, for the main event, Cena and Zack Ryder taking on the awesome truth. Now, so, I mean, why? I, I, I love the attention Zack Ryder's getting. Don't get me wrong. The guy's getting push after push after push. But is it too, uh, to me, it feels like it's too, it's too overwhelming at this point. Um, I... You went to a whole well, other octave on that one. Um, <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah, I did. Um, <coughs> I, I don't know, because on Raw, if you saw the main event, the fans didn't care about Cena, Miz, or R-Truth. No. All, they wanted, all they wanted was Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder could have sat there and took a dump right in the middle of the ring, and the fans still <laughs> went insane for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what, that's what makes it like worth watching with Zack Ryder, because... He's so over with the fans now. Yes. That yeah, he can do that because he's fucking Zack Ryder. <laughs> like now he has that that bragging right to it. Yeah, and from a guy that was almost fired to main eventing Raw. Yeah. Like uh, this guy was gonna get, it was gonna get shit canned, and yep. for somehow, some way, he took it upon himself. To become the YouTube internet sensation of the WWE. And I mean, like, without for... him, without him, Chris, Chris Masters wouldn't have done it. Uh, God, who else is doing it? You know, the Outlaws. The Outlaws wouldn't be... Or New Age Outlaws are doing it now? Wow. Yeah. Like, if, if it wasn't for Zack Ryder doing that to save his career, none of these guys would do that to save their popularities. Yeah, they, exactly. they wouldn't I mean, have even thought about it. You can credit Matt Hardy. Oh, yeah. Matt Hardy Matt, Matt Hardy, Hardy was doing it for the wrong reasons. Right, right, right. But you had... Actually, you know what? You know the person you could really thank? Rob Van Dam. He was the first one to do his own internet... His own video series 
on yeah. his wrestling, on his philosophies and all that. And then then you got the the Hardy Boys even though they're doing it under like under the influence or uh like Zack Ryder, Chris Masters, uh uh New Age Outlaws, things like that. It say it saves careers. Video series saves careers somehow. And oh, I'm sorry. We're going off on a tangent. But yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean. So yeah, so uh, next love up, yeah, you do. Uh, next up, we have John Morrison uh, versus Dolph Ziggler. Okay. Uh, by the way, this is this is a great match. Um, now I know last week we we did say that John Morrison looked like he's on the way out. Well, it looks like WWE have just shoved two fingers up to the IWC. Uh, like it, it from, from all reports, it looks like like Melina and Morrison might be over because Melina's tweeting how she needs to find a new man. And now Jemma's getting a push. Coincidence? I think not. Okay, um, so here's what I don't like, though. WWE has, has this thing against John Morrison, or had this thing against John Morrison because he was banging Melina, and Melina likes to run her mouth. Right. So yeah, then it's I, become to a point where I bet you, I bet you someone in the back said it's either me, it's either, the WWE, it's either Melina or the WWE. You can't have both now. And I'll be like, well, Melina, you're a great lay, right? Yeah. But you can't pay, you can't you pay give me, me great, You give me great head, but unfortunately, my career inside the WWE, which is which has been a six, seven-figure contract, is way worth more than your mouth. Yeah. So, <laughs> or so that, or more... that split thing you do in your entrance. <laughs> Which, by the way, is hot. But, uh, yes. Yeah, so John Morrison wins via a, a, a roll-up. Uh, Dolphin is not happy. Question is, does this now make John Morrison the number one contender to um, the uh, to the belt? Because Zack Ryder beat him last week. To the WWE uh, title? No, to the US title. Uh, I'd say so. I'd say... I'd say... He's at if he's not number one contender already, he's at least up a few rungs. Yeah, you know, I was looking over on WWE.com, and they have a weird new saying. Do you know? Do you know the saying is usually the match was a non-title match. They are now calling it a title-free match instead of a non-title match. What? Yeah, it, 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 here it goes. It goes in the, in this exclusive video. A police officer. Discusses reclaiming his mojo after defeating uh, after defeating the U.S. champion Dolph in a title-free match during Raw. That's stupid. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I'm I'm now I'm I'm just flabbergasted. A title-free match. I will say this. I mean, when it comes to sayings in WWE, it's like. It's like the 109th rule of acquisition. Dignity and an empty sack is only worth the sack. So they're going to come up with as many things as, he, as you can to break away from saying things normally. Non-title match works. So title-free match is just another way for them to make money when someone else uses title-free. Yeah, pretty much. Next up, that's why you can't. That's why you don't hear uh, like independent companies or or TNA say triple threat match or fatal four way match because they they're afraid of getting sued by WWE and they would lose because 
WWE, for some reason, has patents on Fatal 4-Way, Triple Threat, uh, Cage Match, for God's sakes. You know, it's it's stupid. It's stupid. Next up, we had the guy that I hate the most, uh, Mason Ryan versus JTT. <laughs> why uh, do you hate him? Why, why do I hate him? Is it because he's from Wales? No! I, uh, dude, I told you this two weeks ago. I was down in FCW. And I saw him outside, and I go, hey, mate, can I have a photo? And he goes, yeah, I'll be right back. He never came back. So that's my that's my heat with Mason Ryan. Bastard, oh, never so, all right. So then I'm going to call out Mason Ryan then. We've done that already. We, we've done oh, okay, already. we've done that already. Okay, I don't want to repeat myself. Okay. Okay, so next up, Alberto Del Rio with his troll, taking, taking on one half and the non-suspended half of Airbum. Uh, Kofi Kingston. Now, in this match, it looked like Kofi was taking punishment for uh, for uh, Evan Bourne's suspension. Kofi got his black ass handed to him on the platter. Like, he got <laughs> that badly out. Oh, oh Curly, I love you. Kofi got his black ass handed to him. <laughs> sorry. So, I yeah. love the way you describe it. I'm sorry. Well, so, yeah, so, uh, there we go. Wins via uh, the arm breaker thing, kind of move. After the match, he goes back and does the, does the arm breaker again. Out comes CM Punk. Okay, it's weird, okay? They go to a commercial break as CM Punk comes down to the ring. And isn't it? A commercial break is meant to take four minutes. Right. So CM Punk must take an absolute year to walk down to the ring because by the time that those four minutes had elapsed, he had just got on the ring and just got on the microphone. How slow does he walk? Who is this? CM Punk. He well, in CM Punk's defense, <laughs> in CM Punk's defense, the fans were cheering really loud for him. Four minutes. Like Hulk, dude, dude, Hulk Hogan came out in San Jose, like back in I want to say '04, and the fans were cheering for him. Through the through his whole entrance and the first six minutes of his promo, which was supposed to, which ended up having to get cut off by Vince McMahon saying bullshit on the air. <laughs> so oh, yeah, I mean, and the 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 when he actually was able to talk, it ended up being only four minutes. So he went over his time by six whole minutes because of the fans cheering. So CM Punk going four minutes of the fans cheering and he him walking his Jesus crackhead ass down the ring, you know, it, it's okay. It happens. At least it's not at least he's not jiggling his ass and coming down the ring like Tara did in WWE as Victoria. Yeah, pretty much. But I'd rather watch her wiggle her ass than CM Punk. That's but, true. That's um, true. So, yeah, basically, uh, Del Rio and CM Punk have back back and forth. CM Punk basically drops one of his pipe bombs and says that the fans who watch on DVR are lucky because they can skip through Del Rio's whole promo and miss nothing. Because all he does is talk about his destiny, his destiny, his destiny. And he's boring, in CM Punk's words. Um, Del Rio then says that he spoke to John Laonitis and John Lanai said that uh, he, he had to go ask CM Punk if Punk would cancel the match at Survivor Series. CM Punk was like, hmm, let me think. He killed about 10 minutes and said no. Uh, 
and then the troll ate a go to sleep. And the troll is Ricardo Rodriguez. He does look like uh, a little Mexican troll. He looks like a Mexican troll I saw going into Tijuana underneath uh, the, the, I guess it's the river uh, reservoir, I guess. Mm. And yeah, he looks like he's, he's like guarding the underneath the bridge like in the old storybooks. Swear yeah. to God. Swear to God. So next up we have Jack Swagger against Santino Morella. Now, give, him, give him a pack was, of oranges and it'll be work. It'll be worthwhile. <laughs> no, no, like, this match was kind of because the thing with this was the the announced team were to, like, were taking were taking too much attention away from the match. I mean, at times Michael Cole was breaking kind of his role because there was a bit where they were mocking. Uh, oh, Cole was mocking Jr. And, so tired and, of that. And Cole goes. Um, and Cole goes. Do you know what? I'll start going. However. Like, suey, suey, whatever. And then King goes, um, Cole, shut up, or you might bring over Ricky Guerrero. And you could just hear <laughs> Michael Cole laughing. Like, at one point, he, he even goes... <laughs> <laughs> you could hear him snorting, which is freaking funny as hell. I... I thought... I, I, you know, I didn't watch that part, but you just described it, and, like, I could see that. <laughs> That's... That's the problem, though, with the commentators. They're nothing against Jerry Lawler because he's been known to do that a lot. And when he does it, it's all right because it's not for very long. But Cole does it the entire freaking show. The thing, that's the thing with Cole was, until that point, he was fine. He did nothing. He, 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 he was okay. Yeah, but then once he started trying to cut a promo on JR, it's like, dude, shut the fuck up during one match. Yeah. It's, it's because he's a heel play-by-play guy, not a not a face or a neutral play-by-play guy, which is what he's supposed to be in his job. But so, yeah, uh, they want to give him a character. So that match is uh, is won by Kangle. I mean, Jack Swagger with the ankle lock. Um <laughs> Well, it was Kangle. Next up, we have (laughs) Kelly Kelly uh, uh, showing off her Maximum magazine. I don't give a flying hell about this. Out come Beth Phoenix and Natalia. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, They're about to be up Kelly Kelly. Eve and Alicia Fox make the save. I'm not quite sure when they decided to push Alicia Fox, but hey, apparently now she's a big, big, big baby face. Yeah, apparently apparently homewreckers get get the face push. Yep. Uh, uh, next up, we have Kevin Nash, and uh, he basically explained that the reason that he came back to Raw and to beat up Triple H with a hammer was because Triple H never returned his phone calls when he returned to the Rumble. It was so, a good promo. how does not returning a phone call warrant you smacking the guy in the face with a sledgehammer while because the guy is restrained in a gurney? To quote Kevin Nash, he returned at the Rumble, he got the biggest pop of the night. And then WWE offered offered him, and I quote, a has-been Legends contract. Booker T had a bigger pop than you did, you fucking... Ugh. No, what are you talking about, man? Dude. Yeah, Nash had, Nash Booker had, T had, had a... Nash, admit it. Booker T had a no. bigger pop. And he Go just pissed off. No. Go back and watch it. Nash got the biggest pop of the night. All right. Go back and watch it. All right. Uh, so, yeah, basically, Nash said that... Back in 1995, uh, him and John Michaels were sat there watching Triple H train with Kowalski. Uh, 
Um, and basically said that he should have squished Hunter back then, but now he's going to squish him now, and all that good stuff. Next I, never up, knew, we see, uh, I never knew Nash trained with uh, Killer Kowalski. Well, he did, apparently he did. Apparently uh, he next did. up, we see a video package for Brotus Clay, who apparently is going to re-debut next week. I, I like how the IWC uh, describes Brotus Clay as King Hippo from Punch-Out. It is. It, I love it. He is He is the second coming of King Hippo from Punch-Out. So what, if you punch him in the stomach, does he go down? Yes. <laughs> uh, it's true. Next up, we see CM Punk in the back with John Laurinaitis and um, David Otunga. They have a back and forth. Delvio decides to jump him and put him through a table. Next up, we have The Miz uh, and R-Truth taking on John Cena and Zack Ryder. Now, this is funny as hell, okay? Go back and watch Raw. They screwed up the ending so badly, it came, like even in post-editing, it looked terrible. Um, because according to live reports, the first two times that the first two times that they did it, Cena and I think it was a Miz screwed up the ending. So go what, back and watch it. Describe real quick what was the ending supposed to be? Okay, basically the, the ending was meant to be like what happened was uh, the Miz kicked Cena in the gut. Cena went down like like bent down, and then. And then he did kind of like a, I think it was like kind of like a sunset flip kind of move. Uh-huh. And, no, sorry, it, it was a drop kick. And Cena, and then Miz covered Cena and R-Truth grabbed the foot. But on TV what happened was uh, Miz kicked Cena in the gut. Cena was like bent down. It then, okay, it then changed from a high definition camera to a low definition camera. Mistake and number somehow, one. Okay, and somehow Cena was wouldn't he wouldn't like bending down. He was sat down. Okay. God damn it, and then, Cena. And then um, you and then uh, the first time R Truth missed the leg, so they had to show it again. Him grabbing the leg. Go back and watch it. You can quite often. And then when they show the replay, they show it. They show all of it in the low definition camera to the last second when R-Truth grabbed the leg. And then, you, and then you, and then you can see the referee because of course they, they use the original, like the first botched ending, like to show the celebrations. And you, and like you, you see the referee, like literally, like he's, he's got his, his hands grasped, like punching the air, going, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. So, <laughs> Come back and watch it. Oh, now I think I got. Now I think I gotta watch it and describe my describe my laughter next week. Oh, that sounds hilarious. So yeah, oh. I mean that was raw. It was pretty pretty average. I mean nothing to nothing to write home about. Um, <laughs> nothing I, nothing progressive in the build up for Survivor Series. No, no, not, 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 <laughs> not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, to put it bluntly, nothing happened on yeah. that show. Nothing happened that would generate any interest to to watch next week, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's apart great. from next week, Raw gets rocked is the uh, uh, is the thing. We expect to see a rock there, expect to see a Mick Foley there. Maybe John Cena and the rock will grab hands and start singing Come By R. Who knows? Um, I might watch it. I don't, I don't know. I mean... 
I, I have a choice. I stay up until 4 a.m. to watch it and then go to bed, or I sleep and then go to work and get paid. It's not a hard choice. Um, not a very hard choice, no. So, Raw was... Bleh, uh, that's why I didn't go... Uh, they also take... Also, th- this is a quick spoiler, but I don't care, because it's from uh, Superstars. Okay. It was William Regal versus uh, Daniel Bryan. Out, co- out first comes Daniel Bryan. And then out comes William Regal. First off, I don't know why they have William Regal versus all the superstars. Having versus all the now. Yeah. But secondly, do you know his music? It's in this. Whatever. Yeah. Midway, through his theme song, they change it. They turn off his music and put on his old WWF uh, Real Man theme song. Oh, He's God. a man. A manly man. <laughs> I think I'm probably there pissing himself laughing. <laughs> so, what did William Regal do? Was he just smiling and just uh, yeah, trying he, to he, hold he, back he his laughter? <laughs> <laughs> so that was a pretty... F- I would love and, if and they put it on Superstars, TV. Superstars was in England this time, right? Yes. Okay, and, the, and well, Re- William Regal's over, like, over over there, so why not put him on Raw? Or SmackDown. Or SmackDown. Well, we'll I see mean, what happens on SmackDown, but still, so he, R- yeah. William Regal gets the biggest pop, has always had the biggest pop ever out of any WWE superstar from that area. Sheamus doesn't get that big. Uh, Wade Barrett gets probably the biggest boo, so he's up there too. Well, it depends where they are, to be honest. I mean, I when they depend- pra- yeah, you're right. I think it does depend on like the what part of England they're in, so. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, when they brought Barrett to London, he got booed, but because they're near Manchester, he got cheered. Right, right. Okay, well, that was Raw and I guess Superstars. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're gonna take a quick. We're uh, gonna take a break. Uh, when we come back, we're gonna go uh, over man, the news of the week, uh, and we're gonna have a whole lot more. I gotta rant. I gotta get off my chest because I'm a little bit pissed off at something in wrestling, and it's gonna be good. And I want feedback in the comments. It's going to be great. So stay tuned. We will be back right after this. He's a man. A manly man. It's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and you're listening to Running the Ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network, and if you ain't down with that, I got two words for you, suck it. Hey guys, it's Mr. Money on the Mic, JJ, all caps, sexy of the SNS Radio Network. If you're looking for the latest news in professional wrestling and, of course, some of the best columns on the World Wide Web today, visit headlocks2headlines.com. That's headlocks, the number two, headlines.com. It's the official news site of the SNS Radio Network. You should make it your official news site as well. Once again, triple W dot headlocks to headlines.com. Yeah, 
courtesy of Beyond the Bell, Nature Boy Ric Flair presents the Seasons of Pro Wrestling. 560, 41,000, 213, well, what? Whoa, 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 you think March 30th? Ask your girl! Huh? 560, 41,000, 213. Well, what? This? Woo! He's only a 14 time world champion. Never in my mind. Nate things nostalgia and want to relive the greatest and worst in professional wrestling and sports entertainment go beyond the bell every week on the sns radio network does listening to wrestling news live make you a smarter more knowledgeable wrestling fan would the trade dog drink velvet skies bathwater? <sighs> well hello there velvet some good bath water, baby. Ow! Listening to Wrestling News Live does make you a smarter, more knowledgeable wrestling fan, although it will not save you any money on your car insurance. Deep down, I mean, I'm a kind and genuine person. There are very few people I respect in this business, and Jeff Hardy earned that respect for me. Jeff Hardy is, is a father, great husband, a tremendous son to his father, and Jeff Hardy, the performer, is just going to go out there and give the people whatever he can. TNA Wrestling and Direct Auto Insurance present Turning Point. This is Shelly Martinez, and you're listening to Running the Ropes on Unchained Wrestling Network. He's a Man, I should I should be now just just listening to this song, just just jamming it in your car all day, just singing it. I could see that happening. Anyways, welcome back to Running the Ropes, right here on the Unchained Wrestling Network. Brian Maverick Birchan here with you, and once again Chris Kelly from Headlocks to Headlines. 
brings this song just brings back so many memories. What was funny was that we were talking about um, wrestlers getting big pops in the cities they're from. I'm sorry, but I don't recall any big pops from Ken Shamrock whenever they rolled into San Jose. You know, where was the big pop for Ken Shamrock? I would have went ape shit crazy when he. I went ape shit, ape shit crazy when he came out. Dudes from San Jose, I yeah, would I, love that. I think it depends sometimes on who's actually in attendance. I, I think mean, it depends. You know what I think it is? I think it depends on how well the guy is known in the in the vicinity too. Like, albeit the biggest title Ken Shamrock ever had in the WWE was the Intercontinental title, but that was about it. So I mean, if anything, yeah. I mean, it, it does. All, it does all depend on the crowd. I mean, let's look. Just look when they bring back Dilo Brown. Well, yes. Like, I was going batshit crazy. And then the crowd were like, who is this exactly? It, and the, and then you go, to, and then you fast forward to TNA. He comes out to break up Jeff Jarrett fighting. No, yeah, Jeff Jarrett and Jeff Hardy fighting. He gets the biggest pop of the damn night. Well, because D'Lo Brown, honestly, he's been like the, uh, he's been like the cult favorite amongst the IWC. I mean, of course... He's now an agent for TNA and all that, but still, he, uh, he he's just like that cult phenomenon, that cult favorite amongst the real fans. And it's cool that uh, that he's actually getting more involved with that storyline. I think it's amazing how they're putting him out there. Um, plus, plus, he has some kick-ass music. That is the best. <laughs> yes. If you hear that and don't put your arms out and shake your head like a madman, you're not all there, son? I'm surprised the guy's neck is still intact. I'm surprised he doesn't get whiplash, to be quite honest. And I have, <laughs> and he's such a charismatic wrestler. And I have a funny story about that. Um, this was a raw. I want to say in '98. I think it was the raw. I think it was like a, uh, about about five weeks before Royal Rumble '98 in San Jose. I was watching him. And they, they they were in San Jose, of course, and they came back soon after that. Uh, it was the Nation when he was in the Nation against you know a DX segment or something like that. And Dilo runs to the ring, about to attack whoever was in there at the time, um, probably X Pac and Triple H, I forget. But he runs in and he runs in on the. Uh, the turnbuckle, like say if you're looking down from the entrance ramp at the ring, it's the it's the the he was near he was going in the near the post along the left side from the entrance ramp. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So you know what I'm talking about. He goes in, he slides in, and he slides back out and just fucking eats it. Just fucking in out, boom, he's done. And he's all sitting there holding his arms. Son of a bitch! It was fucking hilarious. Oh. I I laughed for a good five minutes on that one. I I gotta admit, I was a kid, but I I still knew what was funny. Yeah, so. I mean, Dido was a great guy. I mean, I got to meet him at Bound for Glory, and he was just there chilling out. I was like, holy crap, that's Dido Brown. I mean, I was tempted to ask him to do a head shake, but I thought, nah, he's working. But yeah, <laughs> Dido was a great guy, and he's still in great shape, by the way. He he is. He really is, and I I I love the fact that he wore a metal chest plate to the ring. Um, that would be heavy as hell. <laughs> and uh, speaking of TNA, 
I want to address something that I've been doing that I know I've been doing the last few shows ever since I made my original rant to open your mind to TNA. Now, I I've been kind of biased to TNA and I you know, and I I want to go off and say, you know, I'm, my bad. Cuz I'm a bit of a hypocrite because, you know, I'm not giving WWE their turn. But in all honesty, neither show has been very appealing as of late. I mean, you had your, um, like, we had our fun. We had our chance to feel good about Bobby Roode, you know, getting built up like that. But then now, it seems that, to me, it seems that their ethics have been way... I I think the proper terms they uh, their their ethics have been waned as a bit uh, as of as of now they and I'll give you a prime example remember when I would go off and and say how uh, say that TNA was coming to San Jose and all that or San Francisco and all that right they they spoil the ending of this last week's show of the Bobby Roode heel turn Right, and I was horrified that they did that. Right, but figure out okay, like I did before, they don't claim to be live, right? So you know, some fans would be pissed off if Storm came out the belt. Right, Storm had a Storm had a concussion. You get myself. Right, but at the same time, you got to remember, you you got to look at the consistency factor. You know, when Raw wasn't live. Raw, you know, at least WWF had the the ner- had the wherewithal to um, to actually hold off coming out people coming out as tag champ title you know changes because they look at the product they watch their product to you know to see who's current champion as of the t- you know as of the airing. Say if if Stone Cold Steve Austin lost the belt to The Rock. And the uh, on Raw and Raw was taped three weeks ahead of time. They would give the they would have Stone Cold wear the his smoking skull belt for three weeks until it was aired. You know they had the intelligence for that. TNA did not have that this time. But it's not yet. I WWE had that before. When uh, when WWE went went on their tour, I think it's of 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 Australia. I can't remember who 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 won the belt, right? But of course, they had taped SmackDown before they went out, right? And 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 who it was came out with the belt, and they announced that on the airing, the coming SmackDown, that the belt changed. I think, I think the reason they do that is because like it is to do with being consistent. Because people right. know people know that's pre-taped. They know that, right? Right. But see, and here's where here's where you know you got to look at the fan factor. That's why I said before, WWE has made mistakes like that before, but then they learn from that. Unless it was, you know, unless it was that same week, because I know for a fact, uh, one of my m- former co-host Nick on Running the Ropes, um, you know, he says he gets r- raw for him comes on at, on like what fucking Thursdays or something like that, so. Yes. He doesn't have the uh, the advantage that we do, 
you know, by getting it on the days that they had advertised. Originally advertised, I should say. But, uh, I mean, when you're having a, when you're having a pre-taped show that's taped three weeks in one night, pretty much, it's like, we can't have stuff like that. It doesn't feel right. And announcing that there's a title change and announcing how he got the belt just to just to change the fans' opinions of him fast, I think it was in poor taste. I really do. Because it's not it's not the fact that it was wrong. Okay, they did what they did so they you know, people know not to cheer for him just yet, even though it was not a tape show. It right. If if this is why they do this is why WWF did live events. This is why TNA's doing live events. So they, you know, keep the cheers going. Keep the cheers going when appropriate, but then on TV, wait until they do that. Okay? You can easily easily do do a few house shows and let it go without hold without doing the belt. Without ch- having them hold the belt. Easily. It could be booked like that. It could be easy. And then when it comes out, that's when you go, oh shit. What right, happened but here? On, on the other hand, if you think about possibly, if they show the total change, that will make you go, hmm, I, I'm going to tune into and see why there's a total change. Right. Well, see, then here's another thing they could do. If they... um. Say if uh, if there was a title change, show the match. Show you know if you're gonna spoil it, show the match that you're spoiling. Don't I just put that, it out I, there. I, I, I definitely, I, I definitely legally can't be honest. I don't think so either, but it sure as hell beats just announcing it. You know what I mean? Like, I get the fact that they're trying to keep up. They're they're trying to keep consistent with the wrestlers, but even the wrestlers, th- I'm sure some of the wrestlers would think, "Man, this hasn't aired yet. Why are we announcing this?" But but like the the wrestlers go under the mentality that when they do the three, t- like because the way you have to do it right is if you start working in the ring like it's pre-taped. You- you start getting kind of lax, knowing that that if you screw up, it can be fixed, right? Right. So, so, so in them, in their mentality-wise, they think that they've just worked three weeks into three days. Well, then so, here's here's you know another thing that could happen too. You have all this time to change stuff around if needed. If right. If it's that big of a deal, then. Again, show the match. Show where you know you wanted to book it, and you ha- you would have time to fix it up. You obviously can't retape the match then and there, but you know do something about it. Do do something to fix the problem. The fans, I I bet you, and I wasn't at the show. I wanted to go to the show, but it was too expensive and it was too far out. But you know if. That's the case. Don't announce it. Don't announce it. You could have they could have done so much 
things differently instead of just spoiling it for the fans. And that's one thing I really do not like about the mainstream of professional wrestling, Ring of Honor, WWE, and TNA. All three of them are guilty of this. And well, it's I mean, the, well, well, let me finish. It, it's the yeah. fact that there's no regard for the West Coast fans. No regard. And it pisses me off. Well, I mean, like, I think the biggest case of this, right, and it's, and it's even bigger than the case that you brought with TNA, was when Edge cashed in Money in the Bank and won the world title. Okay? Which one? Uh, when he cashed in on Taker. That's the uh, second time. Yeah, because... Wouldn't it? Because you know they t- they taped you know they taped ECW and then fell out. Right. And 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 then ECW aired on the Tuesday. Please, right? Well, in Edge's defense, though, like Undertaker was of course hurt. Undertaker's no, 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 arm was no, no, done. No, I mean I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking about that to change, right? I'm talking about how the WWE ruined it, right? During ECW, they put up a giant banner. News just in: Edge has just become. The new world champion by cashing in his money in the bank briefcase on SmackDown. Tuning in this Friday to see how. Yeah, but then that that creates an even bigger problem then. When you think about it, because that's during ECW. That's during their live show. Exactly. And, so, and SmackDown wasn't taped until afterwards. Right, so they screwed that up. And I think what they did was, uh, with that though... I think what WWE stupidly did was try and recreate what the original ECW did when they had the hotline. If you remember that, that was the original dirt sheets was the ECW hotline. Yeah. So it makes, I mean, it makes sense why it was bad. But at the same time, during that time, though, WWE was trying to recreate ECW. And that's a whole different story. But... When it comes to the case of TNA wrestling, it, it it really helps to not insult your fans' intelligence. Especially when you're not a live show and you don't claim to be a live show. You gotta look you gotta watch your product. You gotta watch what's being aired. And if you're not watching what's being aired, then when you sit down and do your booking or your editing Either one, you have to write down which date this is going to be aired on. You have to do that. And I'm not saying I'm not saying I know what's fixing TNA because I'm sure there's a whole mess of other problems that's screwing TNA up the ass right now. And I really think, but as far as production goes, it's just something that has to be done. It really is. But yeah, but I think that I mean that whole spoiling to house show I think is quite minimal. And you it's talk minimal, about, but at the same time, it's important. It, it's minimal, yeah, but, but it's still important. Yeah, but only to us fans. I mean, us guys that actually like are online doing shows and know like all the news, right? But to the right. casual fan that goes to this house show, who might not usually tune into Impact, like. Say, say for example that, that that they were given free tickets, okay, and then they go, oh yeah, this guy just become world champion on Impact. Tune in this Thursday and about to see it. They would, right? But these guys, but the people of San of San Francisco paid this much money to see their boy, to see you know, well, it's not their boy, but to see Bobby Roode as a face, and then they go and change it on him. 
but trust me, I I, I know that, that sometimes some people, but people will pay top will pay top dollar right to go to a show and have like when I when I went to the, the tape when I went to the tapings not this time but last time that that we were in England right someone paid a hundred pounds or hundred dollars right right to come to the event and he gets me so um when 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 does it air I was like what he goes yeah is this show on TV I was like yes so this, this guy paid a hundred pounds. Not knowing if the show is on TV. Right, but that's that's not you know that's not the same thing. This is a this, was this a TNA event you went to or WWE? No, WWE. This guy paid a hundred pounds to come to a show. And he had no idea if it's on TV or not. Okay, but that you know that's a cat. That's like a a minimal fan. That's a fan that doesn't you know keep up with it. Apparently, but but. It, he just spent a hundred dollars to get to the arena. No idea if if it's on TV. Well, that happens out, dude. That happens out here all the time. Trust me. But I think that with when it comes to things like that, sure, the fans, you know, but they're still gonna say, okay, if that's something that has ha- that hasn't been shown yet, why are they announcing it now? It still goes back to you know. The fans' intelligence, the the average person's intelligence. Okay, so he won the title, but it, technically, technically he hasn't won it yet. Technically, he's still building up to face James Storm. Yeah, but wrestling is quite good. At, wrestling is quite good at insulting fans' intelligence. To be honest, they, I mean, they've been doing it for years now. Well, yeah, they've done it for decades, I'm sure. But he's in point when the the whole big show. Uh, Big Show, Mark Henry, Suplex. This has never been seen before. Rewind five years. Wait a minute, it was done by Big Show and Brock Lesnar. Yeah, really. Or, uh... Or Samoa Joe... Or... If we keep going back to this, Samoa Joe getting kidnapped by Hooded Ninjas in a white pedo van. Without any explanation. Just to come back out and... No one explains it. And also Samoa Joe killing Scott Stunner. Also yeah, when... Um, that- Freaking knife that he had. Also, when Hulk Hogan and Bishop were going to go pick up a, a special guest from the airport, got a phone call midway. Right, right. That that that's one thing I don't understand. Okay, the airport between the the impact zone and the airport, right, is twenty minutes. It took them an hour to get where to. It took them an hour to get <laughs> to wherever they they were going. Right, they were getting they got a phone call. Dude, come on now. You you've heard about TSA out here. Yeah, you guys have shite service. <laughs> Come on, they were busy getting groped. <laughs> well, that's Hulk Hogan was trying was trying to tell the security guards in the X in the three D X ray machine that he can't put his arms up because his spine's out of whack. So now they got now he has to, he had to differentiate between the handlebars up above or down below. So yeah. <laughs> So yeah. Low blow, low blow. <laughs> you no, know, on on quite a quite a random note, I'm I'm reading um on the internet apparently that Christian suffered an ankle injury at a house show in Belgium. He was facing Seamus and he landed awkwardly on his ankle, and he wasn't able to put any pressure on it. He then they kind of went to a quick finish where he got bro kick, and Christian had actually been sent home from the tour because they're oh, not sure well. if he broke or twisted his ankle. Well, that's life. <laughs> That's what all people, yeah. And it sucks. I hope he gets better, but hey, you know, shit happens. But 
back to what I was saying, like, I I just don't, I, it's the one, it, it's one of the major things I hate about pro wrestling. You know, as much as I love it, as much passion as I have for it, I do not like when the fans' intelligence gets insanely insulted by that. You know, if you're going to do something, be consistent with it. If you're going to sit there, if you're going to tape your shows, be consistent with it. Keep track of what days these are going to be aired on. You know, don't just sit there and, and you know, and play with it and, oh, well, we're not going to worry about it. Let's just announce it and then we'll go on from there. You know, you can't, you can't show the footage, I guess, beforehand. So don't even try and change it yet. The fans wanted to cheer for you know. I bet you. I bet you more than anything, and I, I should probably get a, a friend of mine recorded saying it. Um, but I'm sure it was the most confusing thing of the night. Was when well, they announced like, it. It. Uh, do you know what else is confusing? They sent. Uh, they sent Bobby Roo to Australia. Okay, for a fan party. Okay, uh, this guy's been. This guy is meant to be a hill. Like, he, he just smashed his friend in the face of a ball. They send him to Australia for a fan party where the whole idea is to be f- fan-friendly and, 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 like, interactive. That makes no sense sending a hill to go be fan-friendly. See, and it, it's another thing. That's insulting the intelligence. And I get the... I love the fact that TNA is big in Australia. Hell, when I was on Wild Talk Radio with Nick... He loved the fact that TNA has been going to Australia a lot. That was when they had, you know, at least four or five tours a year because of that. You know, but at the same time, you're still insulting the freaking fans' intelligences. I mean, at least, hit, at, at least when they came here to England, they sent over Mickey James, who's, who's a face, um, Magnus, who's a douchebag, and to Angle, and also Doug Williams. Right. But sitting, but sitting over here and then posting a picture, picture of, of him on their Facebook page of posing with the fans, it's kind of dumbass. Dumbass right. move in my opinion. Because he's meant to be a heel. It's, it's, no. ho- it's stupid. It's horrible and stupid. The final thing I'll say about this is when, is if you're, like I said, if you're going to do it, be consistent with it, pay attention. If the, if TNA is smart, they won't do that again. But then again, yeah, it's TNA. Uh, well, no, I, I I think that's a bit too one-sided towards TNA. I think the fact that wrestling in general, in if wrestling, point. yeah, you're right. If if wrestling promotions were smart, they would do they would do an alternative way of revealing it to the fans, especially when you're a tape show. You yep. know, it's a, it's standard production procedure, I think. I think it should be known as to when to do it. I'm not saying it applies to every promotion, because I'm sure every promotion is smart about it. Or not, I'm sure there's some promotions that are smart about it. Japan, for example. Anything in Japan, for example. Um, but I think... I think, if anything... It's a stupid way to drive away your fans. And 
And uh. it, it just goes to show you, and it goes to show the audience. The reason why I brought this up was because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit there and be, oh my god, TNA Impact was awesome last week. No. It it, oh, it was okay. To be fair, to be fair to be it was fair. A, it was a pretty good show. It was all right, but still, it, something like this just can't be ignored. Yeah, but to be fair, I think the whole um, Bobby Roode and James Storm was match the, match of the week last week. I mean, Raw sucks. Shutdown, Shutdown was kind of okay, but match of the week was Roode and Storm. Yeah, but if it was, if they didn't, if they didn't end it on a bullshit ending. It would have been much better. Well, much I mean, better. yeah, it was rushed. I mean, they should—they probably should have done it at a turning point. To be fair, I mean, it is called turning point for a reason. Exactly. Exactly. But, but Storm was injured, so they had to get the belt off him. But they should have gave it to Rude at Bound for Glory. Speaking of which, who's the number one contender now? Uh, AJ Styles, oh, but right. he's got a sprained ankle or something like that. So. So, for the second month in a row, Bobby Roode may have ending against someone who's injured. God damn it. <laughs> oh, well. I mean, hey, whatever. But... What happens, happens. Yeah. So, on that note, what else were we going to talk about? Uh, I don't know. We've done news of the week. We've, we talked about war. We've had a mini rant. Um... Not quite sure. What else is on the, the agenda, to be fair? I will say that I'm... That I will try and get get put more effort into watching WWE more. Because if I'm going to if I'm gonna put this much emphasis on TNA, I'm going to... I'm, I will. I, pro, I, I promise the fans right here, right now, that I will definitely make more of an effort to uh, to bring up more WWE stuff because WWE, yeah. you know, should be under fire more because of how unappealing some of it was. The Muppets were funny, were all right. They weren't, you know, if they would have done more emphasis on the Muppets more than they already did. Like I like the stretchy arms part, but still, you know, it's ugh. and th- this I mean, last Raw was not up to par as we mentioned earlier in the show. Well, that's because it was pre-taped. And there, that's true. there was that, that awful editing of, of the last match as well. That's true. Like, right, Raw well, this week got a 2.9. I mean, last time, last time they got a 3.0, Richard Mann went insane. He stripped the belt off Del Rio and brought him back on TV. I mean, somewhere somewhere right now in Connecticut, Richard Mann is going insane. Like, he's throwing cats out windows, smashing plates, shooting women. Because Raw got 2.9. He's going insane somewhere. <laughs> Pretty much. God damn it, you are fired. <laughs> yeah, really. One thing I found really hilarious on the news sites th- this week was that China tried to get her job back. Now, if this was <laughs> about five years ago, it would have worked. Yeah. <laughs> If when, this was if this was two thousand five or two thousand six during the whole ECW thing, totally would have worked. Or or two thousand nine when they brought when uh, they did DX again, awesome. That would have been sick to have her back. But you know what? 
There is, to, to, to be honest, a few that if she wasn't doing porn, they could put her in. Yeah. Right, you know how they want to try and make this Karen Nash Triple H thing pretty damn personal, right? Right. How awesome would it have been if they brought in China, China to go with uh, Nash against Hunter? With all their history. I would say if they could if they could do it right and if she stops making porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm saying if if, it, if, if she, the situation was right, if her situation was right, then yeah, oh yeah, that would have that would have been great. But with her doing porn and with WWE being so PG that that they make Disney look look dirty, um, that wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. And I mean, China is a, was a great talent. It's just unfortunate that she's kind of found herself doing porno as opposed to wrestling. But to each uh, to each uh, each uh, their own, she seems happy. She's getting paid for it. So if she enjoys being rammed by five men in one in one night, go crazy. Yeah, really. But I mean, I just think it was bad timing on her part to even consider, you know, asking for her job back. Yeah. It, it, it's like, hey, Vince, I've just done a porno called Back to China, which is which isn't very PG, and I know you're PG, and I have a, I have the best ever, ever, ever crossover. Like, How about I know you you're a porn PG. Star back onto Raw. <laughs> like, I know you're PG, but I'm. I don't want to promote anything, but I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, my movie is like the farthest thing from PG at the moment. So, but I mean, I I know how to control myself. I could totally not do that for a while. If you just let me back in. No, no, it, it, it's more <laughs> like, look, Vince. Last week, last week you had you you had the Muppets on, and I want to be on. Look, me me and me and the Muppets have something in, in common. We both enjoy having hands up us to control us. <laughs> yeah, really. But yeah, I mean. That'll be funny, but like you bring up, bring something else that was up, up on the news uh, site this week. Evans born suspension right has turned out to be quite controversial because for weed? he was hmm? for weed. Yeah, I mean, what it is right? He was smoking fake marijuana. Okay. Oh, and he fake was marijuana. It. Okay. Yeah, he was smoking it at a, at a party with a bunch of wrestlers who are who are uh, are said to be higher up on the card than he is, right? Yet he is the only one that gets busted for it. And the people are saying, wait a minute, if Bourne gets busted and his mid-card gets suspended, shouldn't the guys that, who are higher up, who are also smoking it, get suspended? Seriously. I mean... I bet I, you, I, I bet you one of them was either Randy Orton or John Cena. But yeah, John but Cena was smart. He was in disguise. No, <laughs> she, Gina was smart. He refused to piss in a pot. Piss in a pot. Yeah, I can't do it. Why not? Uh, if not, I can't be able to rise above the hate. That's what it is. <laughs> That's always the case. I just don't. <laughs> but it seriously, you got it. I mean, I get the fact that. You know, WWE is trying to do wellness policy deals and all that, and that whole bit. But that's just, that's what it is. A freaking bit. You know, they don't, if, if 
there was more wrestlers. Why wasn't anyone else talked to? Why isn't anyone else, you know, put out there? Oh, because we need them right now because they're a little too important to take off a TV for 30 days. Bullshit. <laughs> you know, it, you could also reveal that you, you could have done, you did the same thing to Ultimate Warrior when he was on a big push in, like, the late, I want to say late 80s, early 90s. But, you know, I mean, straight up, another world title run. You know, before, you know, of course, and we all know Ultimate Warrior's story, so, you know, I'm not going to go into it. But, you know, it, it's it's Evan Bourne, a champion, mind you. They're still tag team champions. And they can't really make him put the belt without him being there. Yeah, but either way, they're still tag team freaking champions. You don't do that to a champion because you have to defend the belts every... But within every thirty days. No, no, no. That's one thing that that WWE has forgotten. That rule doesn't that rule doesn't count anymore. Oh, okay. That 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 whole ruling is dead. Okay. Yep. <sighs> yeah, I think to be, I think the only reason that Evan Bourne got caught was because when he was at the bar drinking, like the guy was like, uh, "Excuse me, sir, you look under twenty-five. Can I please ID you?" <laughs> so that's why he got caught. <laughs> he got caught. He got caught because he got carded. Damn because it, Seidel! He, Damn it! Because he forgot. He forgot his ID, <laughs> and then got busted. Then they did a, a, a breath test, and it turned out that he'd been smoking fake weed. True story. Well, fake well, weed. Not, not true. I, I mean, ah, but like, uh, funny. Like, if it was real weed, if it was regular weed, sure, pay the fine. But no. no. It's not. It's not even a fine out. It, it's suspension. It used to be a fine, but now, but now, any kind of fake or real weed is a suspension. I mean, that is why she Martinez won't go back to the WWE because she likes to medicate before matches. Yeah. Hey. But now we it, all like but, to medicate but, before some things. Sometimes we like to medicate during during work. Is that a hint that CM Punk gets medicated during work? I've always wondered if he did or not. Oh, he's straight edge. <laughs> uh-uh. Uh-uh. Bullshit. I saw him he, in a nightclub getting, you know, making out with a couple of chicks. And, yeah, that's... I don't think they were straight edge at all. <laughs> just, look, just because just, just they're quite fat and CM Punk is quite small, he it, it, it does not mean that he needed Viagra just to entertain them. That's what I'm saying. That I'm guy. just saying. I'm just saying. You know, it's not fair. It's not fair at all. And I feel bad for Evan Bourne. And Evan Bourne, if you're or Matt Seidel, if you're listening to this, hey, you're invited I'm, to bitch about it. Just say it. Just stay away from the Cookie Monster. Yes. <laughs> you're all Nazis, man. You're all freaking Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we're gonna go ahead and take a break, and we come back. Ah, uh, more random BS. You know, and you know, if you want to get a hold of, if you want to get in contact with us, all you gotta do—it's very simple. You could, uh, you—we have two ways of doing it. One, you can leave a comment below on the comment box on Unchained Wrestling, or on Unchained-WWE.com, or open up your email browser, hit us up, Running the Ropes, all one word at Yahoo.com, Running the Ropes at Yahoo.com. I would love. 
to read your comments on there. Try not to mo- try not to novelize it. You know, I don't mind. But you know, you could I also send I... you could also send us a one minute sound clip and yell at me, cuss me out, do whatever you want. Like I do often. Yes. But uh, also, when when we get back from the commercial break, we have an announcement regarding next week's show. Yes, next week's show is gonna be great. We're gonna have an announcement coming up right after this. Karis Silicon from Ring of Honor, and you're listening to Running the Ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network. I have voices in my head, they counsel me, they understand, they talk to me. Since 1996, audio wrestling has been getting in the ring as your definitive source for all your wrestling desires. Interviews with some of pro wrestling's biggest stars. Providing you with a wide selection of award-winning wrestling shows from past and present. Such as Ministry of Slam, Monday Night Mayhem, In Your Head, WrestleCast, Sunday Night Showdown, Wrestling News Live, Between the Ropes, RVD Radio, WrestleCast, and Wrestle Talk Radio, and many others. If you can't get enough Mad Mania, climb into the ring with Audio Wrestling, www.audiowrestling.com, and check out all the real voices of wrestling radio. Audio Wrestling, keeping you tuned in since 1996. To running the ropes right here exclusively on the Unchained Wrestling Network. Brian Maverick Birchhead here with you once again. And once again, Chris Kelly, headlocksairlines.com. Uh, good morning, good morning. God, I can't wait for WWE 12 to come out. Oh, man, I got, oh. I got to play that at Eurogamer a few moments ago. That game is going to be fantastic. I mean... If you look at what they've got on the disc, I mean, they've got Nash, they've got they've got Demolition, they've got they've got a few stuff. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Demolition's gonna be in the game? I believe so. Oh yes, yes. Because uh, because there is a WCW storyline involved in the campaign. What? Yeah, there is. Um, a WCW storyline. Oh, I'm all yep. in, all in. Like, Just from that, like, dude. It, honestly. Yeah, it's like Booker T on Anderson, and I know for a fact that you wrestle at uh, the pay per view. Was isn't it Champion of Champions or something like that? The old Night of Champion or uh, Clash of, Clash of the Champions? Yeah. 
Yeah, that in the, in, the, in the game. Oh, awesome. Wait. And you can. Which you can. which which uh, year? I'm not sure. Let me quickly check for you on that. Because if um, I'm right, it might be the late ni- later '90s one. Let me check. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be fantastic. And then if you just look at like the DLC, they've just announced um, Batista. So that should be fun. I mean, you you, you got Batista, you've got JR coming out of the DLC. You can make Michael Cole your whipping boy on the yes. game. And then, of course, I think the biggest announcement was probably Brock Lesnar back in a WWE game for the first time since Shut Your Mouth. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Actually, no. It's actually the first time since... Uh, uh, oh, no, you're right. Yeah, Shut Your Mouth was the last one he was in. No, what was the one in 03? Oh, uh, what did Shut Your Mouth? Here, it was, here Comes the Pain. Um, the one after Shut Your Mouth was Here Comes the Pain, I think. You yeah. might be right. Yes. By the way, I think it's the early... I think it was... They've uh, because of the champion, they got like the 1997 arena. That's what they got. Okay. Well, hey, hell yeah, dude. Now, if only they could get Tony Schiavone to do the com- commentary. I mean... I would have loved if that. Could, if I quickly go look over on the WWE Games uh, website, I sh- I'll tell you who's... Which guys from um, from WWE are actually on the game? Well, man, they have gone all out. I, I, I so, uh, I'm, I'm hyped for it. Really, I am. Yeah. Okay. People that they got um, from from WWE: Ironson, Ricky Steamboat, Animal, Hawk, Nash, Booker, Raider, Axe, and Smash. That's awesome. They got Vader in there too. I, I, wow. Yep. Vader hasn't. Vader has not made an appearance in an American video game for well over. God, I want to say fifteen years. No. Would it be Whistlefest? No. Maybe fourteen years because he was in WWF in your house. For the Man, this PS1, game, dude. Like, if like I say, if you just look, like, I think there's about eighty wrestlers on, on on this game. It's gonna be freaking fantastic. That's the biggest. That's the biggest roster in an American wrestling video game. It really and, is. And, uh, I, I say with, with the DLC, you're gonna get divas. You can make Michael Cole your bitch. It's gonna be ah. Oh. Is he gonna I wear know. the retarded red like yes. singlet? Oh. Yes, he yes, yes. Oh, he's going to be my bitch. Michael Cole, I hope you're hearing this. Because when I get the game, I hope to see you online. And I hope you play as your character. Because I'm going to make you my bitch. (laughs) Make Ryan on the game. I mean, do uh, do they really need both Batista and Mason Ryan in the game? I mean, it's It's the same guy. (laughs) Same guy. Quite blatantly the same. I mean, like, like I say. Hey also, man, no mirror matches. Pick someone else. <laughs> also, in the game, there's Sinkara. Now, at least by having Sinkara in the game, right? If there's any glitches or botches, right? It'd be just like the real thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like man, that, 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 it would be that. totally authentic. 
Yeah, I mean, you'd be like, man, that's not a glitch. That's just in Caribbean. That's just in Caribbean Tsukari, yeah, exactly. I think I'm coming into that. But yeah, I mean, also on this game, you you can do a dream match. Brock Lesnar. This is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Now, you bring that up. I swear to God. Swear to God. No, I, I swear, it's... I read some. Speaking of which, I speaking of that, I read about this interview that Paul Heyman interv- did with Brock Lesnar for WWE 12. Right, and it's weird. I'll I'll, I'll play it. The, this one question that was brought up, it it's like, what the fuck, man? You had an unparalleled rise to the top of WWE during your run. The list of casualties along the way included legends and Hall of Famers. Hulk Hogan, The Rock, Kurt Angle, The Undertaker. Did you have a favorite opponent during that run or a single moment that stands out in your mind? Probably the single most moment that stands out in my mind. Yeah, I went through a lot of guys. I went through Ric Flair, I went through Hulk Hogan, I went through Undertaker. But there's a guy that I didn't get to go through. There's a Hall of Famer, there's a legend that I didn't get to go through, and there's a guy that felt threatened by me at the time, and there was a guy that that uh, felt that I had everything given to me, and that guy's Stone Cold Steve Austin. If that's the match that, that I wanted to have, and, and I look back and felt robbed by, that's that's the one that I would want. That's the one that sticks out the most in my mind. All these other matches, yeah, they were great. I was on top of the world and I was beating the Hall of Fame legends. I was the first legend killer. Bigger, better, better. He's just basically calling him out. But hey, the reason that that match didn't happen is because Brock Lesnar was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to go play football. Because, didn't they? Yeah. They, they, they did have to set up. They they had to set up for post mania, wouldn't it? When Austin stunned both him and Goldberg. Exactly. And the crowd were go were, were booing both Lesnar and Goldberg because they both knew that both of them were leaving the company. And I mean, and now he's coming out to call out Steve Austin like that. Like, dude, you fucked up. You were the one that you that robbed yourself of the match. Austin would have had one more match with you. He would have. But it wouldn't end up with him getting damn near destroyed by you, of course. I mean, I think Lesnar still has one good match in terms of wrestling. I I, I know Lesnar does the UFC. And Lesnar's got billions of good wrestling matches he could do. Yeah, but, no, but, but, I mean, but no, Steve I mean, Austin doesn't. No, um, but, but what, what I mean by one good match is... Because he's linked with with UFC, right? You couldn't have him appear on t- TV week in week out. Well, that's It'd just because be Dana White's match. being a being a pansy little bitch about it, and no, no problem to him. I understand why he's doing it, but it's just being a pansy ass about it. You know, let him wrestle as long as he promotes the fuck out of UFC. You know why what not? I would do just just to spite Dana White. If if uh, Lesnar agreed to do one match, I would have him job to Santino. 
Be like, yeah, sure, you have too much having to jump to my wrestler. Up yours. Yeah. But, I mean, but, I'm sure he wouldn't. I'm sure Lesnar wouldn't go for it. I paid you. You have to do, do as I tell you. In fact, you, sir, are going to jump to a mop and enjoy it. Yeah, really. Oh, Mickey James on Impact. Oh, so sexy. Sorry. ADD moment. Um, <laughs> and she is so hot in person. I just can't stop looking at her. Swear to God. I, it's creepy the way I'm staring at her. And Velvet it's Sky on the screen, same screen. It's creepy that Mickey James knows who I am. Yeah, really. And, like, well, not, she kissed you, dude. Right? I don't... No, uh, she hugged me. I, I don't remember kissing. Oh, okay. I don't remember... I, I, thought, she was, that. I, I thought there was a picture of you ki of her kissing your cheek or something. Maybe someone else I was thinking uh, of. Maybe oh, no, it was me. Oh, snap. No, there's, there's a picture of her crouching next to me, like, go, like pretending to do it, but... Anyway, um, but, like, it's been seven years since Brock Lesnar stepped foot in a WWE ring. Uh, people are over it. I I bet you no one remembers the fact that I I bet you no like casual fan of the WWE remember the the fact that Brock Lesnar started in WWE like almost way before he was ever in like the uh, UFC or the NFL when he was uh on the practice squad for the Vikings and was cut. Yeah, so he couldn't play football. Went to WWE, became a big star. Was you know, if Brock Lesnar had stayed, there would be no John Cena. If Brock Lesnar, yeah, exactly. If Brock Lesnar stayed, John Cena would have still been a U.S. champion at the most. No, not even that. Cena would have stayed down in OVW. No, because he was he did start to get big when he had the U.S. title, but that was yeah, it. But I think yeah, but, I think when it would come to like the two champions, it would have been John Cena and Brock Lesnar. But if it was the 2002 format, 2001-2002 format, which was one world champion, one intercontinental champion, one tag team champion, it would have definitely been Lesnar as as the world champion and Cena as your intercontinental champion, and that's it. But Cena only got over because he was put over, uh, put on Team Angle at Survivor Series. Right. So he was already starting to get over. No, 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 no. He couldn't get over until they put him on Team Angle at Survivor Series. Yeah, that's well, that that's kind of like a vague type deal. But that's I don't know how the fuck did this turn into a fucking John Cena debate? Uh, you brought up, you brought up Mickey James looking fine. I brought up Velvet Sky. Then I don't know. Did I, I don't remember. What the fuck? But, I don't know. Anyway, um, real quick before I leave, just to let you guys... Before we wrap up the show, uh, what was it, next week? Uh, yes. Or two weeks, because... No, we, 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 we have, in theory, three inches back to back. In theory. Okay, so here's what's going to happen. Next week... No, in two weeks, because we're going to have one up before this next one. Um, we're going to have we're gonna have a regular show. Hopefully, if we record it at the right time, which we're trying to get back into doing, everyone, I apologize for the you know delays. But we will have, in two weeks, and I know I said this last week, but guaranteed, two weeks, we will have 
Lance Hoyt, aka Vance Archer, Lance Archer, you know, we will have, or Dallas, if you want to go back even further. Was that the name, Dallas, from TNA? Yeah. Yes. Uh, we will have Lance Hoyt here on the program. Yeah. And I can't wait. I loved his gimmick as uh, as the gate cra- when he was in the Gate Crashers. I loved the new gimmick. It was great. I swear to God, I forgot the fact that that was Lance Hoyt. Yeah, because he ch- he, ch- he changed his look completely. Yeah. He cut his hair. He looks so like perfect for that gimmick. So there's that. We also have uh, we have. Again, we have three back. We should have three interviews back to back, hopefully. But we know we have at least one. No, we know we got at least two. To be fair. Oh, do, do you want to announce yeah. it? Well, okay. So the week after Lance Hoyt, Lance Archer, we are bringing the hood to you. And no, I'm not being racist. We are bringing you Shad Gaspar, formerly of Crime Time. Oh, okay. So that, that is guaranteed. Okay. That's a, honestly that's the first I heard that it was finalized. Awesome. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And then next week, touch wood, he does a touch wood. We should be joined by former tough enough contestant and now this will give it away. Miss USA yes. Miss Key. Yes, Miss Butt Pads herself. <laughs> now I will have to ask her. Since she is, in theory, running the ropes, will she be bringing butt pads? Will, will she have the butt pads? That will, be a, that will be a question. So, if you've got a question for Rima Faki, Rance Archer, or Shag Gaspar, leave it in a comment, or send the email to, to uh, Mav, or post it on Facebook, or tweet it to me, or tweet it to Mav. Or yeah, somehow. that's another thing. I, I want to I take advantage of the Unchained Facebook, the Unchained fan page, so go ahead, leave your comments on the Unchained Wrestling Network's fan page. Uh, just search for Unchained WWE, and it'll be right there. I'm sure Dez would love the influx of fans. So check that out. You could also email, like like Crowley mentioned, leave a comment below for for uh, Lance Hoyt, or you could email us, uh, runningtheropes at yahoo.com, all one word. Uh, you could all and hey, if you want to put your voice on the air, just you could send us up to a minute of a clip. We'll uh, we'll play it for him right on the air so he can answer it. I love it. I can't wait to see it. Uh, I can't wait to see what happens. We're gonna have a lot of fun. So on that note, uh, we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up. Um, for Chris Kelly at headlocksheadlines.com, uh, Matt Brian Maverick Bertrand saying, see you later, everybody. This has been a presentation of Running the Ropes, exclusively on the Unchained Wrestling Network at unchained-wwe.com. The views expressed in this podcast are those of the panel and not of the network or its affiliates.